Charlemagne the God here. I can't wait to see you at the Black Effect Podcast Festival coming to you live on Saturday, April 22nd at the Pullman Yards in Atlanta, hosted by myself and Jess Hilarious. If you haven't gotten your tickets, what are you waiting for? The Black Effect is bringing some of the hottest podcasts live, like the 85 South Show, Horrible Decisions, and Big Facts for one day only, okay? For inspiring podcasters, we've got you covered. If you don't want to miss the Black Effect Podcast Festival, make sure to get your tickets today at blackeffect.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Please stand clear of the doors. Oh, so yeah, we're at Magic Kingdom today. Can't wait. What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you guys want to ride first? I want to ride Space Mountain. I don't know about that. I think uh, if we're going to go over to Space Mountain, we're going to go ahead and go in the People Mover, right? We're going. What do you think, yeah, Jen? Why don't we go no. in the People Mover? We're going to go in the People Mover. Oh my gosh! Majority rules, so I guess we have to now. I think you're lucky because uh, I think it's closed now. Welcome to episode 63 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Today, we will be giving the his on the People Mover. So, first off, what do you guys think about the pe- People Mover? Alex, what Alex, what do you think? Um, I never go on it. You never go on it? But I mean, you have I've, been on it before, I've been really? on like a, a handful of times, but I'm not going to go on my way to get there. I'm not going to make time for the People Mover. Why not? Because it just literally moves people. I don't need me moved. I had legs. I'll get to my rides. <laughs> but it's a great learning experience. What can I learn on it? Man, what are you talking about? What can you learn on it? You learn a lot about like, you know, they, they have the little model of like Epcot, like yeah. before, like the whole, Did you, you know, see experimental. Once? Yeah, I saw it once. How many times do you rewatch uh, like a history video? It depends on how much I want to know about it. But you're also a big fan of... You know, going into a cool place, taking a break, right? So this is like the perfect ride for that. Dude, I love taking breaks, but usually we don't take breaks because I mean, we take breaks eating or something like that. That's true. But we're trying to get fast passes. No, this is a—it's a great ride to take a break on. Get a little breeze, sit down, relax. Every single time I say, Jen, that you and I have been to Magic Kingdom, I think we've always been on this ride. I, I would say. It's one of my favorites. I know. It's, wow. it's, it's definitely one of my, I think it's one of my favorites too. I think it's kind of sad that's one of your favorites. Why? <laughs> this is the perfect ride. So you got the People Mover and then right across from the People Mover, we got Carousel Progress, right? Yeah. And those two are this great rides where in between your fast passes, when you have that time, you can go on those two rides because there's like almost no wait, right? So it's kind of like, okay, we got Space Mountain, whatever. You got... You know, um, oh gosh, what's the the super, the speedway, right? Mm-hmm. The raceway. Yeah. And it's kind of like, okay, you got fast passes for those. And when you're, and you got like 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes to spare, mm. boom, you can just go on those two attractions. So those, those are like my t- types of attractions that I kind of, when I'm walking to my other fast pass, if there's no wait, I go on them. Like they're fillers, but I enjoy them a lot. I mean, my filler is, uh, if I have time, my filler is more of Laugh Factory, which is in the same area. Well, that's a filler. It's I only think, because yeah. you get picked every time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, I think it's better than People Mover. Yeah. No, let me tell you, teenagers love the People Mover. What? Why? You can sit down and pull Make out your out. phone. Oh, you can, oh no. my bad. <laughs> you can't pull out your phone. I remember when Nick was younger, because it gets really dark in there, right? Uh-huh. So uh, I used to have to pull out my flashlight because he used to get scared. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have some great pictures of my daughter when she was a toddler on the people mover, just making silly faces. 
Yeah, yeah. It's a, I, I enjoy that ride. It's a good ride to kind of bring your kids on. Uh, so let's give it a rating, okay? Alex, we're, we're, gonna, we're not going to go to you quite yet. <laughs> Jen, what, Jen, what do you rate, uh, rate this ride? I'm going to go, it's a seven. I mean, seven? It's, it's one of my not favorite, like I'm like, ooh, let me go to Disney today and ride the People Mover, but it's one <laughs> I always go on. So mm-hmm. I would say seven. You know, I'm going to agree. I think I'm going to rate it a seven also. It's not like my favorite ride, but it's definitely one of those rides. I think I almost go on it every time I go to Magic Kingdom because this is that ride that's that's that filler. And it's a you good know. place to just kind of rest for a minute. It is. It is definitely a good place to rest. It's one of those rides that, that you get to rest on and relax. Alex, and well, hold on, hold on. And it's also, <laughs> also, you could also go on that ride. You can get a chance to see Space Mountain in the light with the lights on that's what i'm always whenever i go through mm-hmm. there i'm hoping i get to see space mount with the lights on why would you see with the lights on because you get to see the tracks and stuff like that it's still cool to see it's cool it's, to see but why would the lights have you be seen on? it yeah have you seen it yet you have seen it yeah i seen it like a couple times one time i saw it and i think it was just random like they were running the ride and the lights they were there's an issue but then one time i went through it and they're like refurbing it or something or they were fixing it. so it was down for a little bit and the lights were just on and oh, it was really? really cool yeah yeah oh, it was awesome cool. so alex what do you rate it uh four Four? Well, that's not that bad of a rating. No, I mean, I don't hate the ride. I mean, if a bunch of people are like, hey, let's go and people over, I'd be like, I'd be like okay, I guess. I mean, no, no, no issue for me, but I'm never going to go my way and try to make sure I ride it or mm-hmm. whatever. So you know what this means, Joe? What's that? Every time from now on, as soon as we get in the park <laughs> people with <move> Alex, <laughs> let's go. To the that's the first move. one we're doing, actually. Oh, my like, gosh. Every time. What well, a waste of time <laughs> to be the first ride to get on. Real quick, though, okay? Uh, Carousel Progress. Yeah. What do you... We, we haven't done the Carousel Progress yet. That's because huh? I don't be a, go on the Carousel Progress. I, I was just going to ask you. <laughs> so you don't even go on that one either. No. How many times did you say you go on that one? Maybe twice. Oh, really, man? Yeah. That's a good ride, too. I love that yeah. ride. I You're love really that loose ride. with the word good. It's a, so that's... <laughs> see, this is the main difference of, you know, going to, to Magic Kingdom and going to Disney as a child. Mm-hmm. Than it is going really a lot when you're an adult, I guess you can say, because like that still brings back memories for me of when I was a kid going on Carousel Progress, and I was like, "Oh, this is so oh, me too. cool!" Right? So, Alex, did, you really didn't really have that experience, would you say? Huh? No, we, I went maybe three, four times as a kid. Yeah, so I think that's one of the reasons that we have those memories. And those memories are also really close to my heart. You know, I was able to go with my mom, my grandparents, mm-hmm. and uh, it was really magical to me. And um, so I think that's one of the reasons maybe these rides are special to us. I don't know, but no, I agree. No, let's get to the his on the people mover. TTA travelers, humanoid, robot, alien passenger. We hope you enjoy your trip along tomorrow. The people mover is a transport attraction that opened at Disneyland in 1967. An identical concept called. W.E.D. Way, People Mover, opened at Magic Kingdom in 1975, later to be renamed Tomorrowland Transit Authority, or TTA People Mover. History shows that Walt Disney was always interested in transportation. Most obvious was his love of trains. However, other forms of transportation piqued his interest over the years. While visiting a Ford steel plant in the early 60s, the conveyor system with wheels on the track inspired Walt to create a conveyor of sorts for people to ride on. So I kind of talked about this already. This is one of those rides that's kind of like a filler for me, right? That's mm-hmm. like, you know, in between fast passes. It's rare, rarely a long wait. I think there's probably maybe like a couple times where it's kind of been like a, a long wait. And I didn't mention this before, but when we went to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, when and this is before I was riding Space Mountain, which I uh, kind of regret now, mm-hmm. and I ate all your peanut butter Snickers, yes. was that you... <laughs> 
you went on Space Mountain right. and my wife and your your daughter, yeah. my niece, right? Our, our niece, we, well, my niece, they went on the People Mover. With yep. Nick. Yeah. yeah, with Nick. Yeah. So, so what do you got? What's your favorite part of the People Mover, Jen? Is the part where they move people? <laughs> it's 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 kind of like you said it's always it's a go-to ride and it kind of spoils you because you never do have to really wait that long i mean we've walked up before and the line can be really deceptive um, but you're so spoiled because there's never a long line and if it even appears as though it's you know any kind of wait, you're like yeah i don't want to ride this right now mm-hmm. so yep. um my favorite part is i like all the little hidden things in um like the audio track and you know being able to see a couple of the hidden mickeys when you go through the the ride you know in the top of um is it Mickey Star Traders? Um, some of the yep. planets are shaped like a hidden mickey and so there's there's like little things there's um in another scene, there's a lady getting her hair done, like a futuristic one, and she's got a hidden yeah. Mickey on her belt. So it's always fun to point those out to people if they, they don't realize what they are. Mm-hmm. I really, my favorite part of the whole ride would be the Space Mountain part. Ever, ever since I saw Space Mountain with the lights on, I thought it was really cool. Um, and so whenever that, and I also like when you're going, this is going to be, see, Alex wouldn't like stuff like this, but when you're going to like Space <laughs> Mountain and they have the stupid little jokes and and they, and they say, uh, paging Mr. Morrow, Tom Morrow. Yeah. Mr. Tom Morrow. Yeah, that, I love that <laughs> part for some reason. You can see the little dog down there, you know, like down, in, there's like a little dog down there, right? In, uh, in Space Mountain, when you're going up, like when you're going oh, up, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's like a little dog you can see. Uh, I think that part's kind of cool. Um, and I like the part where you, it has like the experimental city, I guess you can say, where it shows like the little town where it has like Disney's vision of Epcot, I, I think. I don't even remember, remember that. No. Oh. Isn't that there too, Jen? Really? Yeah. And it's it's funny because that's one of those things that every time I go past it, I try to focus on something different on it to look for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's kind of like, uh, I like those little towns. I don't know why. Like at Epcot, that's like one of my favorite things to do at Epcot. Miniatures? Yeah, well, it has like the little train, yeah. like the trains, you know, it has like the little miniature like town. So I like that stuff. Even you start though, doing that when you get older? Maybe. I was just going to say that foreshadowing for old man Joe. He's going to have one of those like model train things, like a whole room. Listen, <laughs> I have a little mini magic kingdom you, in here. You guys can go ahead and make fun of me. But if I build like a mega chain room, like you guys will be the first ones in there like, oh, this is so cool. No, I'm going to Magic Kingdom today. Oh, you are? Well, I'm going to my room. My mini Magic Kingdom. Dude, that'd be awesome to have like a Magic Kingdom, like a little miniature set, like in a garage and have like a train going around it too. You like, know what? It wouldn't, be, it, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be terrible. I know, right? <laughs> the creation of the Ford Magic Skyway was the first version of this ride system, which made its debut at the 1964 World's Fair. Visitors rode in genuine but motorless Ford automobiles, including the new to market Ford Mustang. When the World's Fair was finished, components of the Ford Magic Skyway transferred over. However, changes to the original Magic Skyway ride were completed before making its debut at Disneyland. So, Ford Mustangs, those are like my favorite cars. That's your favorite car? That's my favorite car. If I was going to really? get any car, you know, any car, really? even over like a Lamborghini or something like that, I would get a Mustang. Really? Yeah, I love Mustangs. Always, always have. Huh. I've never really been a big fan of Mustangs. Yeah, me either. Why not? I don't know, like America's version of fast cars, just not that fast. Exactly, America. But it's not right? that fast. <laughs> it's kind of fast. GT, Shelby Mustang, those are fast, man. I like the Cobra. Yeah, there we go. Cobra's cool. 
So, I mean, the World Fair uh, was kind of big news back in the day, huh? I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And what, what <laughs> rides, and Jen, you probably know this because, you know, uh, you know a lot, a lot about Disney history. Uh, what rides did they have there? They had Small World, right? Was that the World Fair? So, I think Tiki Small Room. World, there were four rides that came from, or four forms of a ride. And, of course, you're going to ask me, and I'm going to have to go back and reference but small world uh great moments with mr lincoln and then the um the you know the ford version the ford magic skyway Mm -hmm. um was one um and now i'm gonna and the carousel progress that was one of them too i believe yes that That was 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 walt's big one yeah so and i know i've talked about this before on the show like my grandfather whenever we would go see Mm -hmm. them so he used to tell me every single time we passed the world's fair in new york we went to go to see the mets play at shea Mm-hmm. He would tell me every time that's where the World's Fair was. So I'm going to tell you guys every single time we talk about I the know, World's Fair. It's kind of, very similar. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> he used to tell me about it all the time. That that's this is where the World's Fair was, and how big big of a uh, of a thing it was, and how Disney was there, and how you know a small world was there, and uh, they had all these rides. You know, now at Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. and how big of a deal it was. The design for the People Mover was based on the same system as the one used for the Ford Magic Skyway. The Disneyland version did not feature Ford vehicles, as Ford chose not to sponsor it. Alternatively, the new People Mover system was sponsored by Goodyear and used Goodyear tires for the rotating wheels. It featured 62 trains in total, colored blue, red, yellow, and green, all with white roofs. There were two rows per car facing each other, with each row accommodating up to two riders. The attraction had a runtime of about 16 minutes, with a top speed of 7 miles per hour. The vehicles themselves had no moving parts or motors and did not stop for guests to board or exit. Rather, guests boarded and deboarded via moving walkway, entering and exiting the vehicles as they passed through the station. The efficiency of such a system allowed over 4,000 riders per hour. This approach of boarding the attraction was one of the first of its kind. The attraction opened to the public on July 2nd, 1967 at Disneyland. Well, I didn't know that... Uh that that was the first time they used that um, boarding style, because now it's used a lot. No, what, uh, so yeah, I guess you're right. Do you ever get nervous watching other people? Like I get nervous, like, like when people? you see people in front of you, perhaps like you know an older person. You're like, oh my gosh, are they going to make it on? You're afraid you're going to fall. Afraid he's no, fall. I'm afraid they're going to fall, and I'm yeah, going to have to do man. something. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's crazy. That that was the this is like the first type of. You know, way to get yeah. on. A, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. And and how old it is. I mean, you're talking 1960s, mid, yeah. mid to late 1960s. Yeah, and they're still using it. Yeah, they're still using it. I mean, I mean, I guess, I mean, that's why. Does people ever have a lot of stops while you're on it? There are no stops. No, I'm saying like, do they ever stop the movement because people have to get on? Yeah. Well, there's, yes. Because, you there, know, Haunted Mansion has a lot of stops and that's because of the way they board and disboard. So I'm curious about yeah, it stops. Experience a lot of stops. It does with the people mover. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember sometimes it would stop and Nick was on it and he's like not a big fan of the dark mm-hmm. and I'll freak him out. When, when well, well, when he was younger, he's still not really a big fan of the dark. And they'd be like, "Oh no, my flashlight's going out." Yeah, <laughs> that's what you would do. <laughs> so, but 16 minutes. This like a, is this ride really 16 minutes to go through it? Well, that's probably the the Disneyland one. I mean, they've I I don't know what the ride time is for the. It's pretty one. long. I mean, Magic it's long. Kingdom. It feels like it. Yeah, I feel I can feel like it's like ten minutes. You know, and I know we were talking about that. Like, um, what like uh, last week? I think we were talking about like wait times and. I'd say definitely under ten. 
tenor. Under ten? Maybe ten or under, but I wouldn't say it's more than ten. But sometimes, man, when no, because it does not really break down, but it does the the it does kind of slow down a lot, mm-hmm. and it can be kind of long. It's, it's a good little break if you need a break from like walking around out in the hot sun or something like that. It's definitely a good break. Well, it's nice too because you get the breeze. Yep, and it whips you around too, man. A couple times it goes fast. Like when it goes like around the corner, it gives you a little whip. <laughs> <laughs> well, no? I mean, have you been on it since you've been rolling roller coasters? Yeah, no, he might be a little disappointed in that whip <laughs> See, now. It's, yeah, it's kind of a good thing. I feel like if I was riding roller coasters when I was younger, mm-hmm. I really wouldn't have had a time to enjoy these slow rides. Because, like, if I was younger, I'd be like, I don't, who, I don't even want to go on the slow rides anymore. But now, yeah. I, I mean, I have such a connection with these slow rides, I can enjoy the slow rides, plus, I can enjoy the fast rides. No, no, because I've been riding roller coasters forever. So no, it's uh-huh. just an excuse to sit down and relax and relax them puppies. Yeah, yeah, and you need to do that at Disney. Take your shoes off. Do a little I know about massage. taking your shoes off. Well, I, don't I don't know about, about that. all that. <laughs> yeah. The People Mover track wound through many of Walt's creations, including Adventure Through Inner Space, Carousel of Progress, Circle Vision, and even a gift shop. In 1977, it was extended to travel through Space Mountain. The vehicles at one point ran alongside the monorail station at Disneyland, offering a side-by-side view of another of its transit visions. The track was also laid out for views over other attractions, including Autopia, Submarine Voyage, and the Skyway to Fantasyland. Passengers even got an eye-level view of the Mary Blair murals that lined the corridor between the building that housed the Circle Vision and Adventure Through Inner Space attractions. Walt's people mover required a D ticket to ride. I don't know much about these D tickets. So. Well, it's definitely not an E ticket attraction. I don't know what that means. Was that a joke? No. Oh. Oh. No. Like, you don't he you don't know I about do. the, the tickets? I really don't. I haven't I haven't done too much research on older rides enough to know that kind of stuff. So they used to run off of a ticket system where you right. pay a, a small minimal amount for admission and then you got yeah. a ticket packet to start so the e-ticket rides so if you ever hear a, a larger or a, um a you know a new state-of-the-art ride referred to as an e-ticket ride so e that's because that those were the those were the most um technologically advanced the most popular rides you know your roller coasters were e-ticket rides mm. things like that so if the um, people mover was considered a D ticket ride. You know, it's just one tier down from that top tier. And what are the things go down like the to? carousel are like an A ticket ride? I think. Don't quote me on that though. So it went all the way from A to E. Mm-hmm. E was the E was the highest. Okay. For excellent, it's an excellent ride. Oh, is that what E stood for? I have no idea. <laughs> e G G. Excellent. Isn't, so then, what did D stand for? Disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointing. <laughs> We should like, do a separate show about the whole ticket system. Yeah, oh, yeah. That'd, that'd be kind of cool. That'd be a good show to do. I would hate to have to hold on. I lose a lot. Of, I've lost things at the park constantly, so I'd hate to have to lo- hold on to tickets. Joey has like a million tickets. Remember when he, yeah, when he yeah, showed he us all those tickets? Yeah, he did tickets. Yeah, we saw, and he was making like these little boxes, like cigar boxes, and he was putting the tickets and doing like a little... <laughs> Joey, Joey's kind of crafty. He is a little... He's a DIY guy. Yeah, yeah, he is. And uh, uh, so he has a whole bunch of tickets, so... And talking about Joey is that we're going to actually have him back here on the show starting. I was just talking to him the other day. Uh-huh. We're going to have him back on here to do a couple little segments. So next week? Maybe, maybe next week, yeah. I want to go ahead and get this whole system down first. Right. Yeah, so with the board and I'm learning the board. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, I kind of wish they had more rides like this at the parks, which is it's almost like uh, informational like YouTube video. 
It's almost like a history. What? Kind of like what we're doing right now. When you're going on the people mover, uh-huh. right? It's like, it, it kind of, it's like a slow moving ride and it kind of goes over a little bit of the history. Some of, some of Disney, yeah. like Disney, right? Like it has like the whole like yeah, view yeah. or it has like the whole, mm-hmm. um, like what Disney's, it has Disney's vision. I know, I know. See, I use my hands a lot. That, <laughs> so I'm like trying to, it's really hard for me, number one, to focus with my hand using this camera because I like to use my hand. So it's kind of like this. So I'm like trying to focus and it's hard for me it's to go ahead and like focus on doing so many things it. at once. Huh? It's maybe people throw up when they watch your camera. That's what I want to do, though. It's kind of like going on a scary like roller coaster. It's an e-ticket ride. This so is, yeah, it's educational, right? Yeah, yeah. I kind of wish say. they had more rides like this. They have a lot of educational rides. They do, but not really. I would say you ones want that six, more sixteen-minute rides. He wants educational, relaxing rides. I do, but there, but there is a lot of educational things at Disney. There is. Yeah, they're getting rid of more and more of them every year. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> The Wedway People Mover was introduced to modernize what was considered to be an outdated Tomorrowland. It, too, was considered too tame of a ride as the years progressed. As a result, the attraction closed in 1995 and was replaced by the faster-paced yet shorter-lived Rocket Rods in 1998. Walt had planned for both the People Mover and Monorail system to be installed as part of his Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow, or Epcot. Unfortunately, Walt Disney passed away before Epcot was built and the plans for the experimental city never became a reality. Alternatively, the Wedway People Mover attraction was installed in Tomorrowland at the Magic Kingdom, where it opened to the public on July 1st, 1975, and is still in operation today. Even today, this attraction has a higher passenger capacity than many other attractions, and affords guests a quiet, comfortable spot to rest and to see the sights of Tomorrowland. From 1975 to 1985, Jack Wagner provided the voice for the Wedway People Mover, Wagner had a long-time relationship performing voice work for the parks, perhaps most famously on the Matterhorn bobsled. In 1994, the People Mover was revamped, coinciding with changes to Tomorrowland. Peter Renaday took over the narration, who also provided the voices of Henry and Max for the Country Bear Jamboree. Narration changed yet again in 2009 when Mike Brazel became the new voice of the attraction. So how different do you think things would be today if Disney was around? I know we, we kind of mentioned this, but Jen, what do you, how, how different do you think Disney would be if Walt was still around? I don't know because, you know, the, the whole corporation, you know, in its entirety, there's, has just gone, it, it's very, very much different than what it was, you know, when he was in charge. So, you can't, it's hard to even say because of, you know, that butterfly effect. If he would have been mm-hmm. in charge, would movies have been different? Uh, would, you know, then in turn, would the parks be different? Yeah, so it's kind of hard to say. I mean, creative control can count for a lot. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, uh, you know, like Walt was really big on making it so you didn't get the same experience twice, mm-hmm. right? Because he wanted people to keep on coming back to his park. And it really got me thinking. I was like, I think that, especially with the technology today, and I know we talked about this, like uh, they have this technology on Star Tours where you can get a different experience, you know, every time you ride Star Tours. Yeah, right. even though it always <laughs> seems like you're getting the same experience. But yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I feel like they, they have something like the Mickey's and Minnie's Runaway Railway is that it's all, there's a lot of screens, mm-hmm. right? And, and the same thing even with Rise of the Resistance, there's a lot of screens. Yes. So it's, it should be kind of easy to go ahead and change those screens to have like different things on them. Right. 
right? Like for Mickey's Runaway Rail- Railway mm-hmm. is to do like a, a winter theme. There was like snow going on yeah. or, you know, um, there, there's different things they can do. And I think that's, they should use that technology to do those different things. I think that'd be a great idea. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, right? it seems like all the newer rides, that's kind of where they're heading anyways. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure if they, I'm not sure if they figured that out yet. Like, I'm not sure if they realize, I'm not, you know, yeah. I feel like they, it would have been done already. It's just the screens are better. They're, you can make things different on this, more light, light, more realistic, but also more life-size on the screens. And guess what? If you wanted to change what's on those screens, it's mm-hmm. just like a click of a computer button, right? It's like Shanghai Pirates. Can you imagine yeah. doing Shanghai Pirates and the screens everywhere? But there's, especially like now there's some new pirate movies coming out and there's, I'm not sure if Johnny Depp's going to be in them or not, mm-hmm. in the, or not, but they can always just replace Right. Johnny Depp in those screens. They can update it. Yeah, and put the the new person in there, right? A little CGI. Yeah, exactly. Little so Photoshop. that's and that's that's what's really great. I love technology. I love computers. Everything needs to be done with the touch of a button. Boom. You know, it's winter. You know, we'll go ahead and change the overlay for Mickey's Minnie's Runaway Railways. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much the same concept of the ride, but it's this different like environment around or some different right. things on there. So pipe in some cold even, breeze. You know, even like I know there's like trees and stuff like mm-hmm. and they're like moving, right? Just put like snow on the trees, like yeah. you know something, That's or easy. like some like you know they they decorate a lot for Christmas. Just go ahead and put you know Christmas uh, balls like on the trees and like little ornaments and stuff like that. I think that'd be awesome. That's a nice little touch that I think. I don't think they realize that they can do that yet for some reason. Well, they realize now. Didn't you say they listen to your podcast? Do, so yeah. now they have an idea. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> when we when the when the when we start feeling comfortable going to the parks, yeah. Now I'm gonna ride Mickey's Runaway Railway, and also I'm gonna say all these new things. I'm like, what the heck's going on here? <laughs> quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. Two people have died on the People Mover at Disneyland. One of the cars from train number 45 is now on display at the cast member cafe called Eat Ticket. Get it? E-Ticket? Uh, <laughs> a homage to the People Mover appears in the 2008 Disney Pixar film Wally, depicting a transportation system with the name People Mover and the ride's signature circular boarding station. The Wedway People Mover was officially changed to Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover in 1994. The old onboard audio music from the People Mover served as the background area music for Autopia's Q from 2000 to 2017. In the 2010 video game Disney Epic Mickey, the People Mover is featured in Tomorrow City, a dystopian version of Tomorrowland. The People Mover is currently closed for undisclosed reason at the Magic Kingdom, with a vague reopening date of fall 2020 at present. There are infrared cameras and pressure-sensitive floor pads throughout the ride to monitor guests remotely. Instead of using Goodyear tires embedded in the track to propel the trains, the Florida ride uses linear induction. Do you guys want to talk about anything? We kind of talked about the first one, the two people have died in the people mover. Mm-hmm. And you guys kind of had some background on that, right? Yeah, it was a 16-year-old jumping from a uh, train car to, to car. Tra- car to truck car and he fell. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Else, does anyone know what the other one was? I think I somebody so. got ran over. Similar thing, getting out of a car and then getting run over by the... That's usually what happens in a lot of those situations. People are doing what they shouldn't be doing. Right. Yeah. That's the only one I got on that one. So you think it's Wedway, huh? It is Wedway because it's um, Walter Elias Disney. And that was the first, that was the first um, name of the, what would be Imagineering. Oh yeah. So it's, um, is it WED Enterprises or WED Enterprises? Mm -hmm. So I think it's interchangeable. Right. Okay. But it is his initials. It is. I didn't realize that. TTA Traveler.
We here at Dizhiz love the Poopoo Mover, and it is one of those rides that hold a special place in our heart. You know, there's nothing better than smelling that Disney smell. If it's walking into your favorite Disney resort or entering your favorite Disney attraction, Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line, wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring your favorite Disney scents to your home, check them out at MagicallyScented.com. Memories. 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 So, Alex, you got any memories of the People Mover? I really don't. I've read it a few times, but nothing stands out for me. Okay. Uh, Jen, you Just any- as an opportunity to make memories with Alex on the People Mover. Yeah, That's sure. That's true. Okay, Jen, you got any memories? Um, I mean, not anything specific. Like I said, my... I have a lot of great pictures of my daughter when she was younger, you know, making ridiculous faces on the people mover. And it was one of those things that as we, she got older, you know, it'd be like, Oh, Hey, remember that picture? Let's recreate it. I mean, Oh, really? You got, you recreated pictures on that? Not anytime recently. Can you imagine asking a 17 year old, Hey, make that silly face you made as a toddler. That's sure. That's (laughs) sure. And actually, you know, my memory has, uh, has, uh, Natalie in it also. Uh, so one, and actually your brother too. So I've been friends with Jen's brother since I was like 13 years old. Uh, he's one of my first friends that I, I made when I moved down here to Florida from New York. And uh, so we went to Disney. I don't even know how long ago it was, but I mean, it had to be definitely over 10 years ago. And it was myself, uh, my wife, my well, she's my fiance at the time or a girlfriend. I forget because it was a really long time ago. So it was definitely over 10 years ago. Yeah, definitely over yeah, 10 years ago. Yeah, definitely then. over 10 years ago. And we we closed out Magic Kingdom. Like we, uh, it was like, you know, I forget how late it was, but it was like after midnight, you know, and we're like, let's go in the People Mover. We run in the People Mover. And we, it was, we pretty much like closed down the park. And we went, we were parked at the Grand Floridian. And I'm guessing maybe it was during like Christmas time we parked there to go to the Gingerbread House. Um, but we, uh, so we took the boat back to the Grand Floridian and we saw a whole bunch of bunnies outside. What? Yeah. We saw a whole bunch of like bunnies, you know, uh, outside cause they were like everywhere, like going into like the, um, into like the little bushes and stuff like that. So they were animatronic. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe they were big rats. <laughs> they were? <laughs> maybe. Oh, maybe. <laughs> no, no, they were definitely were not big rats. Um, they're like white bunnies, man. And so we w- went to the grant through the grand, and we uh, got some Taco Bell over there. What's what's that place? The where Sweet Tomatoes is at, and all that. The Crossroads. Oh, crossroads. So we were at the. We went to the Taco Bell super late at night. At the cross, I think that's re- one of the main reasons why Natalie loves Taco Bell now. It's because of that night. You think so? <laughs> you think? You're the. That's the sole contributing reason to the fact that she likes Taco Bell. I think I might be. Ask her. Ask her. And we had like Taco Bell like at two o'clock in the morning, something like ridiculous. And uh, yeah, it was a really good night. Looking for a cool custom magic band? Check out magicyourband.com to specialize custom skins for your magic band. Choose from over 700 professionally designed magic band skins. Even create your own custom design, maybe with this his on it. The decals are durable, waterproof, and easy to apply. People will for sure come up and ask where you got your magic band from. Just tell them to head over to magicyourband.com and start creating today. So 
So, Jen, what did you do in the world of Disney t- this week? Anything? Um, I helped create Disney trivia for the week. Oh, yeah. We did some Dis- Disney trivia. I want to say special thanks also to Trev- Trevor because he, uh, he helps you out with that, right? Trevor, the trivia yeah. man. He does the majority of it. I just kind of help, but yes. Yeah, and it was a lot of fun. We kind of did trivia for our Patreon members and also over at Sorcerer's Radio. We have some uh, of their members uh, of their page come on to, uh, we do a trivia. And this week we did uh, miscellaneous trivia and it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It's fun to watch you. It's fun to watch everybody do it because the the questions that you think everybody will get right, they don't. And that always (sighs) is funny to me. I think it's real funny when people quick like like they pick an answer and they're like, oh no, like right after, like they knew mm-hmm. they knew know that they picked the wrong answer, right? Yeah. And they're like, oh man, right after they picked the answer. So, but we're actually, I'm gonna go ahead and do some commercials for Sorcerer's Radio for trivia, so we can start hopefully get some more. Uh, oh yeah, some more people doing trivia. Yep, cool. Okay, Alex, what did you do in the world of Disney? Um, not a whole lot. We started watching the Good Dinosaur, which I don't know if you ever saw that. Um, how was it? I, I, I've never seen it, yeah. but I heard of it. And I heard that it didn't either. do very well. We started it uh, probably halfway through it, maybe, and it's not what you think it is. Um, just, I mean, it's not giving anything away because it's pretty much the whole entire movie. But the dinosaurs are like they have like a farm and they're farmers, but they are dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's a weird concept. I've only seen it once, and I really don't remember much of anything. Um, but it, so far, it's pretty good. We also watched the documentary Howard that's on there what, about what is Howard it about? Ashman, okay, the uh, the songwriter who wrote the songs for Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, and Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. And there was docu- the documentary just came on Disney Plus about that, and it's a pretty good documentary. Yeah, um, I'd recommend it to everybody because it's about you know Howard Ashman, who is a legend in Disney. Um, with uh, the music he created for Disney and his life story and stuff. But the documentary was so weird because the majority of it is just pictures and stills. Mm-hmm. Like when people talk, they're not on screen. Like usually when documentaries, you have like interviews, right? Yeah. There's no interviews in this. None at all. It's just voices going over pictures. Interesting. Yeah. It's a weird way to do it. Like they have some moving, they have some videos later and early on, but majority of it is just like pictures and stills as voices are being carried over it. That's kind of so, interesting. Wonder yeah, it's a why. different way to do it. Um, but I recommend it. It's pretty good. I mean, if you really good. think about it, why do you want to see someone talk anyway? That's true. Right? You want to see, like, you know, the topic. something happening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's so, what I mean, they do. It's not that bad to see people talking because you, you kind of want to put, like, for me, a lot of the cases, like, there's like an animator, someone's like, does like a voiceover. I want to see, like, their face too, right. that goes along with that voice. Yeah. Or something. But I think that it's great to have some type of visual instead of this. You can sit there but and see like someone a, talk for like a couple seconds, but I want to see something else. But they do like, they have a photo and the photo's on the screen for like a two and a half minutes. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of like. That's kind of weird. It is. They should use different pictures. They, I mean, they cycle through a lot of photos, so. Mm-hmm. But it's good. I recommend it. Okay. Anything else? No, that's it. Okay. So I didn't really do that much Disney. Uh, we did trivia, of course, on Tuesday. That was a lot of fun oh, with um, the people, uh, you know, Jeff Davis and Nicole. With uh, they kind of host it with me, DW60 over on Sources Radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we're gonna be doing a giveaway for our Patreon. Uh, we'll be giving away a wax melt for our Patreon members uh, later on this month. So if you guys want to go ahead and get like a, you know, uh, a wax melt from um, three chicky chicks, mm-hmm. just go ahead and uh, sign up on our Patreon. We give it, we're doing a giveaway. 
and that's pretty much it. It's been, you know, working on the podcast, working on the show. Yeah. Pretty much it. How about news? You guys got any news? Mm, well, did you see the picture, the the lightning bolt I was strike? Just, I was like, over at Hollywood Studios, right? Yes. Yeah. And did you see the video of it? Yeah, I did. I did. I didn't see that. Well, do you really, think, it's kind of crazy. What it hit? Rise of the resistance. Oh, I wonder, really? So I wonder, do you think that had a connection with the rise? Because it closed for a little bit, right? For a couple of days. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't open the next day at all. Yeah. Oh, wow. So it probably had a connection with. Yeah. Uh, no, it it absolutely hit um, Galaxy's Edge. I want to say I read somewhere that it did hit Rise specifically. I mean, there's lightning rods embedded throughout the whole. Yeah, because that's something that's, that's not uncommon for Florida for a lightning strike strike to happen. You know, this mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, they, the lightning hit the, the castle, the, the right? Castle, so yeah. yeah. Uh, but, I mean, that's one of the downsides. You know, we were talking about bringing all these type of screens to technology, you know, press of the button. Right. Uh, you know, that's one of the downsides. If something goes down, it and, and power goes out in Florida, you know, I would say quite a bit. Uh, th- that's something that's not unusual. But I, would, I think Disney probably has backup generators, but I'm not sure if they use it for for rides, right? They probably use it for other things like hotels and stuff like that. I would think. I imagine they have as much as they need to operate if they need to. You think so? Yeah. Like you're talking yeah. about just like to get people off rides or something like that if it goes down? Yeah, that. and Yeah, probably, yeah. But and, emergency lighting, things like yeah. that. Yeah, but yeah. I bet you they're not. If, if something's wrong with it, then it's going to take a while to fix. Oh, yeah. And I, this one, I mean, this it was down for a little bit, I think. Mm-hmm. And actually just opened today, which is today is the 12th, August 12th. And so it's it was down today. for days? I think it was down for a couple of days. I'm not sure Damn. exactly how long, but it was down Imagine for a little bit. Imagine you came down to visit and it was down oh, for man. days. I don't, I don't think there's too many people coming down to visit right now, but cause it's kind of hard to well, get in, right? They just yeah. they just lifted the travel ban for the tri-state area, so you might get people... Um, not, or not quarantine, north. not travel ban, but you know what I mean—the mm-hmm. quarantine for that area. So you might mm-hmm. have a, an influx of people. Okay. Uh, also, Walt Disney World shortens theme park hours starting September eighth. So Magic Kingdom is going to be nine a.m. to six p.m. Really? Epcot, yep. Epcot's going to be eleven a.m. to seven p.m. Wow. Uh, Hollywood Studios eleven a.m. to seven p.m. and Animal Kingdom nine a.m. to five p.m. And the schedule wow. continues through at least the end of October. That's so early to close. Well, if you think about it, there's no there's no nighttime parade. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. no fireworks. Yeah. And when why, why is there no fireworks? So that you won't congress. No crowds. Yeah. Social distancing. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot harder to police people for compliance with um, you know, the the mask wearing and social distancing in shadows. a dark theme park. I mean, you guys know there's areas of each park that it's super, super dark. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I yep. guess. So it kind of makes sense to me. Also, probably cost-cutting measures because, right. you know, they still have to recoup some money. Mm-hmm. So if you're not paying labor for the night shift. Oh, yeah, because, you know, Disney, they, they lose a lot of money yearly. They lost a whole bunch <laughs> of money not too long ago. But that's not a big deal compared to how much they make yearly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. Uh, also, you know, Chris posted, oh, no, it was Steve. Mm-hmm. He posted some kind of really cool Black Widow theory. Oh, uh, really? Did you see that? Did I send no. it to you? No, it was, I, in, it was in the chat. It was in the chat. I didn't look at it. I think I might it. send it to you, Jen. Did you watch I it? I didn't look at it. I didn't get a chance to watch it. No worries. It. But pretty much what we're saying is Black Widow is still alive. Ooh. And if you look in the new Black Widow movie, and this theory kind of got me really interested in Black Widow because if she's still alive, that's mm-hmm. kind of a big deal, right? I guess. Um, but if you look in the preview, you can see a, it's like um, a still of, I'm not sure if it's Black Widow or her sister, but like they have like a cut 
around her face, mm-hmm. like they're doing like a face swap type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm. And so that would ma- mean that she was uh, the person who was supposed to be Black Widow in Avengers is actually uh, her sister. Oh, supposedly, yeah, I don't know, but it's a really so like cool. a like a face off thing, like a, a Nick Cage yeah, kind Nick, of. Nick Cage and John Devolta. I love face off. <laughs> is it a Disney movie? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I was. I'm just joking. Uh, also, Magic Kingdom's People Mover is actually down. It's listed currently under refurbishment. Yeah, we said that in history. Yeah, I know, but I'm also talking about it. That was in my news. I had it for my notes from oh. my news. When Didn't did... it got evacuated uh, for like it was sometime this year? I don't know if it was pre COVID closure or post, but it was like like smoke, like super smoky, like ever saw a fire, but the, and then the whole thing got evacuated. Mm. That's interesting. I didn't know that. I don't um, know if they're connected or not. That's probably because the Iger curse. Yeah. Well, she said, uh, oh, yeah, if it was pre-COVID, then it was Iger That's curse. when things started going south. <laughs> <laughs> he left, poop, COVID comes out. Yeah. Uh, Couldn't we call it the Chapek curse? Why? The what? Oh, yeah, that's true. The what? That's the new, he's the new uh, CEO, is Bob Chapek, right? Is that oh, how you say his name? I'm never going to remember his name. That's he's true. just going to be not Bob Iger. That's true. <laughs> and also, which I also written down, he has chatted with Joey. We had a nice little chat, and he should be back here soon. I just got to figure all these like little uh, knobs, yeah, buttons. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much it. That's all I got for news. That's the his on the people mover. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Thanks for listening, and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz.